0: Can we just talk about summer for a second, the sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits, and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals,
2: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs>
4: Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply.
3: Looking for a fabulous fashion
0: brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind so you can look and feel amazing no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice
1: Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Tanya. Yeah. So last week we were talking on the podcast I was like, Hey, like what happened last week? And you're like, no, nothing, nothing. Like we talked about nonsense. And you forgot to mention uh, that you fully interviewed Chris
0: Martin. I know. And I would like to apologize because that was pre taped. And so I'm supposed to keep my mouth shut until it airs. And so I sometimes forget um, when I'm allowed to speak. That sounds bad, but like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like when I can talk, talk about, about yeah. it, yeah. So let me tell you, making Chris Martin giggle <laughs> is something like that. I, it's almost like an angel came and blessed my life in that moment. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even see straight. He giggled. Like I actually made him laugh. Did you feel like you were high on life? I will never have to do drugs. <laughs> I will <laughs> Just have to recall to remember that. Remember that moment. Yeah. What did like, you say that made him giggle? Uh Oh well, I pronounced one of the songs correctly, Colterat- or coloratura. It's the last one, and I was saying how I love how long the song is because it's a really good makeout song. Because like that's one of my, <laughs> you know, like I love the
3: <laughs> like
0: it's like fifteen make-
2: minutes or something, right? Yeah, a oh good makeout God.
0: playlist is like clutch. And so I said something to that effect, and they all actually all the members of Coldplay had a nice giggle. Wow! And it just really brought me to a euphoric place, and. Chris Martin, actually, honestly, I want to say every single one of them. They are so humble, so nice. After the interview was done, he was like, is Rad really your last name? And I said, oh, it's, you know, Reddy Savyavich. And he was like asking me stuff about me. And I'm like, you're Chris Martin. You can walk off and be done with me. You know, like you don't need to entertain me or act like you care. But he like, I think he genuinely cares and is curious and he wants to be nice to people and he's so humble and I'm just I like there's nothing I could say that would encapsulate how I feel about that band
1: I mean that is I can't even process like that one and Harry Styles like I can't even process what it would feel like to have that like conversation outside of a public interview but like a one-on-one conversation where they're just being a genuinely nice human being <sighs> Chris Martin, like he wrote the soundtrack to like when I'm driving in the car alone and I want to feel something, I Uh, put on Coldplay. Oh,
0: my! I know the song's just like, (laughs) oh, he just knows they know how to get you. They know how to like go into your intestines and like ruffle (laughs) things up and. I just love, I just love them. And honestly, I've had such great interactions with Chris Martin in the past. He's come on the morning show. Um, he's come in studio before. And I've said things about like those love pins about how I try to get one at one of his oh, concerts. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. literally yeah. took it off his jacket, his own personal jacket and gave it to me. I'm not, I'm a little peon. Like I'm not, like Chris Martin does not need to be nice to me. And he, he's just always been so nice. So I'm just, I'm a forever fan. I really enjoyed that experience. And if you are a Coldplay fan and a Chris Martin fan, keep at it because they deserve everything good that comes their way.
1: I love that. I mean, you think that it's, you mean nothing, but like, we're all just human beings and they have created such an amazing art for us, but also they're still human. I love that he treats people as if he hasn't like captured the world with his music. You know what I'm saying? But like, isn't that sad that the expectation is like, he doesn't even have to treat me like a human being. He should just be done after the interview. It's like, no, like it shouldn't be that way. But it is so cool when someone at that level, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, why? We... <laughs> Except for Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> unapproachable. <laughs> Wait, <not> <laughs> there is this there is this
0: concert that Chris Martin, um, I can't remember what it was, but he basically said something about he was going to play my universe and he pointed up to like, oh, and he God. was like, and my universe is here. It was Dakota Johnson. And I played my universe, the song, the Coldplay song on my weekend show, The Vibe. And I dedicated it to Red Star. Oh. And I was like, oh, and he does like, oh, do you feel like Dakota Johnson? And I dedicated this. <laughs> He's like, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, who? Yeah. yeah. What? Love that about Red Star. <laughs> I know. Me too. Bless up. Like, I feel like there's been times where we're just, ha- Tanya and I are having a full conversation about something pop culture and Red Star is just like looking back and forth, like just watching us has no idea what we're talking about. You know what's crazy though? He's on Twitter
0: all the time. Like Twitter is his choice of uh, news. News. <laughs> yeah. He loves Twitter. And um, we were talking the other day about the Kravis. I was like, you know, Courtney, oh, yeah. and Travis got engaged. I was like, this is so great for a Halloween costume. Don't you think? And he was like, they did
1: how do you? and i
3: was like <laughs> you're like instagram are you
0: on instagram and i was like it was everything that i saw on instagram every it was all over all the everything for two days and i told him i think on tuesday it happened on a sunday he's like i didn't see anything so he like googles it right he searches it on twitter and he sees <laughs> and now the next day he goes my entire feed is kravis news and i was like oh, oh maybe algorithm. yeah maybe the algorithm feeds me this stuff because i like pop I'm culture of jealous stuff.
1: of him and that right and way. Like, i know like re- what's his feed like football and stuff yeah just sports yeah sports um yeah i mean that's pretty epic congrats i don't know who you can i guess a sit down with taylor swift would be next was that like at what point do you feel like you've maxed out <laughs> i <don't laughs> just, no, no. that cold play well, i feel yeah. good and strong about that um yeah i don't know how to trans you know go into the next topic i have nothing to add to that that's even comparable. <laughs> um, I did watch Gray's last night. I did too. What do you think? Okay, wait. Before we start there's about two this week, wait, that, like... we talk about this week's episode, you know what we didn't discuss last week's episode? The, Amelia with the new doctor over that Zoom call. That there was like clearly some tension there. Yeah,
4: there's something there, yeah. Yeah, and
1: I think she's coming on because I saw on Twitter it said like "Welcome new doc" or something to Gray's. I mean, they're totally setting this up for Amelia to be bi or, you know, have some sort of relationship with her because I agree. You don't think so, Mark?
4: No, I'm saying is that bi? Is it straight? I'm not sure. No, no, I don't know. But
1: well, because she's been up until this point. Oh, I don't know if she's ever talked about her sexuality, but having a relationship with a woman, I guess I shouldn't assume bi. But um, it totally feels like it's setting up for that because she seems very much past Link. After last night's episode. Yeah. Or this week's episode. Yeah.
0: There's two scenes from this week's episode that really struck me. And the first one was the sit down between Amelia and uh, Addison and basically how they talked about what the pandemic, how the pandemic affected each one of them. And Amelia was basically saying how when she like she crumbled she crumbled under it she didn't like not being able to leave the house and taking care of the kids in the domestic life where link was thriving and wanted more kids and like loving it Mm -hmm. and so she basically that was kind of like when she realized a marriage between them wasn't going to work and how addison said she drank so much red wine during the pandemic that she thought she was gonna have to check herself in somewhere and and uh, it just—it's interesting to me to see how the pandemic and the quarantine affected people in such different ways. You know what I mean? Like people—some oh, yeah. people had really dark moments. Some people had moments of um, clarity. You know, ups and downs, highs and lows. And so it was kind of for me, it was cool to see the difference that they had in their time.
1: I just Addison being back made me feel like the whole quality of the show was elevated again. I agree. I just love. She's like the uh, Duchess. I just, Yeah. I don't know. There was just something in her having that relationship with Amelia from private practice and then seeing it again on Grey's. And I don't know. There was just something about it that made me feel very um, cozy. Like yeah. I was home. Mm hmm. And I found myself totally smiling at the TV watching Meredith and Scott Speedman, And they were just talking like nothing even happened. It was a very short exchange. And the I was last like scene. grinning. And I'm like, oh,
0: I haven't done that since Derek. He touched her hand. Did you see that? He was like.
1: At the end? Yeah, at the very
0: end. Like, see you tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think it's just because she seems really smitten. Like, she doesn't even say a lot around him. Like, she almost seems kind of, like, shy or something.
0: That last scene of the show, I get emotional, like, thinking about it. What scene? The very last scene. With them? Yeah. Oh. Because Meredith goes into this monologue, and it's all about how, like, she's done so much alone. Like, she has done surgeries alone. She's accomplished this alone. She's done all these things. And... I like it. like really resonated with me because I feel like I pride myself in being, you know, like an independent modern woman. And I can I'm so surprised at myself at what I've been able to accomplish on my own Mm -hmm. and how strong I am and all these things. And so I'm like really resonating with everything that she's saying. And then the last line or whatever, when they like when it's Mm -hmm. her and Scott Speedman. But she says there's there's nothing like feeling like somebody has your back. Mm -hmm. And that's where it ends. And I literally like lost it while I was watching it because it was like I almost had this like. Eureka moment,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Unexpected twist and <laughs> emotional. <laughs> no, but the, I that's so inter- Yeah. Cause I was like,
0: it's so weird because I do still feel like I obviously like I'm independent and I can do things on my own and I I still feel that way. But there's something about like um uh, knowing that Red Star has my back. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he has my best interests on in her. He's like working on something for me right now and like. The trust I have in him to just like, I don't know, it's very like I can't even explain it. Like it's something that I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And
1: I don't know, like I really resonated with Meredith's monologue. It was so weird. Well, it's so true. I mean, I feel like you're so right. What you pride yourself on. And I think even with Red Star is being independent and doing things on your own and handling things. But I think having someone even take out of him even help being able to help you with something for work. But just being there like having that safe space and like that person to go home to or to to comfort you when you had a bad day fighting all this alone you know i think it really is it's so valuable and it's it's so simple but it really is such a beautiful thing to even if it's a friend or someone just having someone that has your back that makes you feel like you're not doing everything alone yeah
0: struck me beautiful I really, like, I loved it. I was like, whoa. And that's what I love about Grey's, like, when I can actually, like, you know.
1: I love when I feel watching Grey's. Yeah, yeah. I felt, ooh, girl.
4: It's funny how little it takes to get everybody back hooked again. You bring back an OG character, and you properly cast Meredith's love interest, Mm -hmm. and we're all in. Yeah. If I can clarify what I said earlier about Kai and Amelia – what I mean is, I think Kai is a non-binary character. That's the impression oh. I get. And so I, that's why I was saying, I'm not sure if that's gay, straight, bi. I'm not sure what that is. And maybe that's time for us to move past such labels as right. a society. Yeah. But I don't think that's just going to be a gay relationship. I think it'll be more nuanced than that. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't want to, ass- I'm sorry, I even assumed what it meant either way, because I said, immediately said bye, but... You're right. I think it's I just think it's leading in a direction where sh- there's going to be a relationship. Because even in that call, I felt like this chemistry there that I I feel like Amelia is moving on from Link. That's the yes. impression I get. Yeah. So I yes. see a new relationship forming and I'm excited if it's with a new doctor, whatever the context is.
4: Yes, yeah. agreed.
1: Yeah, she's definitely over
4: yeah. yeah,
1: That ship has sailed Wait, did they around... announce that, she, that the uh, character is a non-binary character? No, they haven't. Oh. I
4: just feel like that's the direction they're going in.
1: Okay. Well, I'm excited either way. Um, so there is this BuzzFeed list, and it says, Mark, I'm going to have you read them, but it says 19 things every Grey's Anatomy fan is totally guilty of, and I want to see how many Tanya and I
2: okay really, great too.
1: and then wait right. and then we have a really exciting guest i'm so excited to talk to because we're getting to chat with jenna johnson markovsky <laughs> from uh dancing with the stars who is dancing with jojo seawall this season so i'm really excited about that. all
4: right so this is uh both of you how many uh, which ones you each do of these 19 yeah, yeah like
1: let's count let's tally
4: all right i got a tally ready to go all right. Number one, forcing your family and friends to watch the show so you can live vicariously through them. Yes, yes. Totally. Both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two, believing you're basically qualified to give medical advice. Yes, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After and after many hours of watching grades, convincing yourself that you could actually do surgery.
1: I think I could do a minor. Yeah.
4: Like an happy.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah, not, you're right. I'm not that delusional, so I'm gonna go ahead and okay. know
4: Okay, right, good. I'm yeah.
0: holding the straight. show.
4: Sure. Quoting the show on a daily basis.
1: Yes. I don't think on a daily basis. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> it's a great day to be alive. Don't say that every day. You don't? <laughs> no. Get on no, it. It's a great day to save right. lives, so oh. you're not saying it right either way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Three apiece. Uh, number five, ripping your face mask off like the surgeons after an unsuccessful surgery. <laughs> yeah, For
1: sure, I do that when I leave a store or something.
4: Uh, number six, genuinely mourning the character's death. So oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, number seven, and being equally heartbroken when a character is written out of the show.
1: Yes, it depends on who, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but still.
4: Uh, number eight, rewatching old episodes. For yeah, sure.
1: definitely. Maybe two of those?
4: <laughs> number nine, overlooking the unrealistic storylines. For no.
1: sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overlook like making it. They like feel. Real. They don't feel overwhelmed. Yeah.
4: Right. Uh, Falling in love with someone new every season.
1: Yeah, I think Grace does a great job at bringing someone in and making you love them. I'm going to say no for me. Okay. (laughs)
4: All right. Uh, Taking online quizzes to find out which dream boat you'd end up with. Definitely have
1: done that. Yeah.
4: Wanting to move to Seattle.
1: Definitely have gone there, but not recently. No, I don't think I ever wanted to move there. It feels
0: gray, too gray for me.
4: Mm, nice pun <laughs> bawling your eyes out after certain scenes
0: yes yes i'm crying just talking about it
4: that's true having an irrational fear of weddings after all the drama
1: i gotta talk to my therapist i wonder if this is where your fear of marriage comes yes. from
0: interesting <laughs> they all, right. all fail i'm gonna say no for me because no
4: uh, warming to the idea of hooking up with a colleague.
1: I did have a moment where I was like, how cool would it be to have like a on-call room experience? But you're not a doctor. But ha- in another life, if I had been a doctor, that would have been cool. Yeah. I've, I yeah, I don't know if the show did that for me, but I always had, I had that itch for a while.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you could sneak uh... into that back storage room back in the corner back there. <laughs> At KISS.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Reading spoilers on the newest season.
1: I used to seek out spoilers for Grace. I don't do it anymore, but I used to be obsessed with it. Yeah, I'm not a big spoiler girl.
4: Okay. Uh, Having a love-hate relationship with Shonda Rhimes. Definitely.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, Taking a while to warm up to new characters.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
4: And finally, wanting to find your person.
1: Obviously, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
4: well, uh, Becca wins. Becca is 18 of 19, oh, and Tanya is only 13 of 19.
1: Loser, so I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the loser. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> God, watch where you're pointing that finger, Missy. Um, wow, it was exciting. You know, what's funny is like trying to make someone watch Grays that's like not into Grays is the real, a really disappointing um situation normally for me because I feel like they're just like what is going on this is crazy and I'm like they have a pole stuck
0: between them and no I'm like the (laughs) sicko that makes people watch it and then I'll follow up with them like where are you what season are you at what episode are you at oh my god yeah that's so good just wait like I'm that girl I
1: do like I do have friends and family who have been like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm watching grace for the first time I'm on the blah 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 episode Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh but it's different when you make someone sit down and watch and they have no context of any of the characters and there's like this is madness no i i
0: made red stars cousins watch it from the beginning from this first season and she's oh like really god. no she's really into it she's liking it and so but i had to like stop myself because i would randomly like text her in the middle of the day and she has like a normal human job where she has to like yeah. you know not text Be all present. day yeah. yeah and uh she was like um i had to stop because i would just keep asking her questions I was like oh my god have you seen this yet da, da, da. how do you feel do you like him oh my god you weren't upset by that death denny what
1: yeah no one was as upset about that as you um okay we're gonna take a break and then we have jenna in the waiting room and we're gonna bring her right in
0: in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
1: Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends.
0: That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on
1: handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you.
0: So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go.
1: Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like... Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home.
0: Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York.
1: Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. All right, you guys, I am so excited about our guest today because she is making history on Dancing with the Stars. We have Jenna Johnson scrubbing in today in the OR. Woohoo! <laughs> we're so excited fan. to have you. Thanks for, thanks for taking time. I know you're so busy right now.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> Big fan of the podcast. So very excited to be here. Wait, thanks. is it
0: Jenna Johnson or Jenna Johnson Schmerkowski?
3: Oh, well, it is officially Jenna Johnson Schmerkowski. And you know what? That is probably one of the best times I've ever heard somebody say it on their first try. Thank you that so much.
0: Like, Ethically great. I'm Serbian, so I really feel like, you know, it's just in my blood. Rolled off the tongue. Yeah, it's Tell rolled her your off last the tongue. Name. My last name is Word. Yeah, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I long last
3: name.
1: yeah, I was just like, listen, I'm going to i'll let Tanya handle that or I'll let Jenna handle that. But I'm from Louisiana. This is not going to go over well.
3: Well, it's funny, you know, I went from a Johnson my whole life to a Chmurkovsky, and it's just, even my family has a hard time saying my yeah. new last name, so it's hysterical. Yeah, Johnson is, like, so easy. Very typical, very easy. You never
0: had that as a kid, where they, like, looked at your name, and they were like, <laughs> yeah, ooh. No,
3: <laughs> never. No, they never struggled with yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Now I have to, like, spell it a billion times for people, so...
1: I don't even know where to begin with. I'm still talking about last (laughs) I So I'm so curious. You're dancing with JoJo Siwa. It's the first um, female dancers dancing together, at least in the U.S. I don't know if they've done it anywhere else. I mean, I know in general dancing, they do it. But for like a competition, Um, definitely in America. It's the first time it's happened. Um, What's the process like? Did they come to you and say like, are you comfortable? Like, what what was the process of you being paired with JoJo?
3: Um, so they actually did before the season uh, was happening. They called me. The executives called me, and they were like, "We need to have a Zoom with you." And I was like, "Oh gosh, I'm getting fired." Yeah. I, I, just, I, I didn't know it was happening. Like, a Zoom call is never good. <laughs> um, and so I was like, "Sure, I'll jump on." So I jumped on and they essentially were like, you know, we have some really exciting news and we just want to ask you a question. And I was like, what? They're like for the first time ever, we're going to be having a same-sex pairing. And for some reason, my initial thought was, oh, it's going to be two guys. So I just thought maybe they're going to ask me my opinion on like choreography or just what I thought about it. And I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> and then they were like, it's going to be two females. And I was like, Oh, I see how this is going down. Um, And so they just asked me straight up, you know, like, would you be willing to dance with a girl this season? And immediately I answered yes. And then I started thinking like, oh my goodness, what did I just kind of sign myself up for? Um, Because I haven't ever been in this position before. It's never been done in America, like you said, Mm -hmm. Becca, but it has been done in the UK. Mm -hmm. So I did some research. I kind of looked up how it went for them. Um, But honestly, I just, I think why I said, yes, I've done, I think this is my 11th or my 12th season on the show. And I've had some amazing partners, just all sorts of a variety. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I felt like I was really going to be challenged. And so I just, I was like, I love a challenge. I'm super competitive. So I kind of wanted to prove to myself, too, that I could do it. Um, and it has seriously exceeded all of my expectations. I was really worried about people's reactions, mm-hmm. what, just what the overall feeling was going to be, you know, because it is something super new and something super scary, mm-hmm. I think, for a lot of people. But as soon as I met JoJo, we just, like, had this natural just friendship and connection. And we both felt so comfortable doing it that I think it's kind of translated in, throughout our dances and has just felt natural for everybody else watching us. I so, mean, yeah. it's
1: watching y'all dance is, uh, and maybe I have tailored my social media, my algorithm to where I don't get any, um, I don't see as much ignorance maybe to yeah. where, but I uh, all I see is support. All I see on yeah. my, is like, this is amazing. Like y'all crushed it. Like I haven't seen, you know, cause when I first heard about it, I was like, here come the haters. Yeah. I kind of like rolled my eyes like, Oh no. But like, th- I thought it was amazing. I just was already like anticipating what I was going to see under the, you know, comments and stuff, which is how my brain yeah. works. But it's been so pleasant to see such a, at least from what I'm seeing a positive reaction from people.
3: Yeah. And I, I told my husband, my husband the night before the premiere, I was like, you know, I'm I'm so excited, but because we hadn't announced who the pairings were yet, they didn't announce them until the first show. So I told my husband the night before, I was just like, you know, I'm so excited for this, but I am really nervous about the backlash and just how to handle it Mm -hmm. because the season is already stressful enough, but you know, it's inevitable. You're going to get haters. Mm -hmm. You're going to get just like toxic people trying to bring you down when you're doing something great. Always. And I was shocked that it was full of love and support. You know, you get a few of those just like bad apples, but like you said, I was blown away at just how accepting everyone was up, up was of the situation. It was, it's been really awesome. Do
0: you fixate on the bad apples though? Like when you see the negative ones, do you just, or are you able to kind of like brush it to the side and move forward? Or does it like get to you?
3: You know, I think it, I've just dealt with haters my whole life and this isn't the first time. It's not the last time. Obviously I take my work very, very seriously. And so when people are commenting about my work, it affects me because I am a perfectionist and I always want to put my best foot forward. I think after meeting Jojo and just working with her and kind of hearing some stories that she's had to dealt with, I just don't even care anymore. I, they don't even phase me it just, it's not worth it. It's not worth your energy. You know, you know what you're putting out and what you're putting into your project. And so why dwell on the negatives? If anything, I just want to keep like pushing and keep proving people wrong. So, you know, obviously we're human. Mm -hmm. I'm a female as well. Like people are just rude, but I just think I've been so inspired and so focused on my work this season that it hasn't really phased me.
1: Stronger woman than I. Same. Um, I do, you know, watching the show, you watch all of you who are the professional dancers and your job, like what you do every season is you have this incredible chemistry and connection with your partner. And it's kind of like, I guess not acting, but maybe a little, not acting, but you're performing. You're putting on a show, you're dancing together, you're spending all this time together, you get to know each other. And of course, every single person is like, Anytime you have a partner, whether it's male or female, they're like, they feel like there's this intimate, like this romantic connection every time because it's kind of what you see. It's what you see on the dance floor. It's like kind yeah. of what, when you watch people dance together, you kind of are creating this like romance in your head. And I wonder, like being in this profession and having your husband be someone who is also a professional dancer, do you even go there? Or is it kind of like, this is our job. We both do it every season. We're not even not even in our head about it.
3: It's funny because, you know, there was this whole blow up on this TikTok just this past week recently about this similar situation, because I have amazing chemistry with my partner and he has amazing chemistry with his partner. And going into each season, you hope that you're going to have amazing chemistry with your partner, because honestly, those are the people that do the best. You want to have a great energy about you where people watch you and you're like, why is that magic? Yeah. And you can really tell the difference between people that get along and people that don't. And so also dance is very intimate. Mm-hmm. It's physical. You're touching somebody, you know, you're in each other's personal space. And so I think for the outside eye and for people that aren't dancers or aren't actors, you know, like what about actors that have to do makeout scenes? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody else, you know? And so I think that Val and I just understand our work and we're so comfortable with it. I mean, he's seen me dance with many men, yeah, many, and I have to, you know, like even my partner last season with me, we just had such a great bond and such great energy and chemistry together performing. Mm-hmm. People were drawn in by our performances, you know? So it's inevitable for people to like paint narratives. Right. Um, but it's just funny. I think, you know, and it's not the first time we've dealt with this. It's not going to be the last time. And I hope not because that means that we're doing our job really, really well. Um, but you know, again, dealing with haters again, people love to create toxic narratives. And Val and I were even talking about this this week, like we're then really doing our job well. Yeah. So sorry, (laughs) but you know, obviously it's hard. Like you never want, your marriage, your relationship to be Mm -hmm. talked about in that way, silly narratives. I mean, but that's the workplace that we chose and we know what we signed up for. So again, it's, it's difficult in the moment, but I, I guess because we've just had to deal with this so many times before, Mm -hmm. and I've watched him also dance with females my whole life as well. Like I'm just used to it. So if people are bugged by it, like that's on them.
1: If you were to describe like just to lay it all out there, when you were if you were to describe your friendship relationship with Jojo, like what's the dynamic? Is it like big sister? What? How would you describe it? Because people see these TikTok montages of just like these dance moments to a slow song. And they're like, oh, my gosh. But in reality, yeah. y'all are just like probably I don't know if you yell at each other, but like get it to get, you know, trying to practice a dance and learn a dance. It's like. What's it's the so funny.
3: Cause I'm like, did people forget that I'm married? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm also straight, you know, like so many funny things, but it's, yeah, it's, and obviously she has like a huge following and big on TikTok. So um, we've been giggling about it, <laughs> but, and I'm like a thousand years older than her. I feel, you know, it's a circle, um, but I do feel she's <laughs> She's 18 Mm -hmm. and I see just so much potential in her. I see an 18 year old Jenna in her. She reminds me a lot of myself when I was just tapping into my star and there are so many directions that she could go. And I just want to be the best mentor, best partner, best big sister for her Um, and I do feel like we have this amazing, like big sister, little sister relationship. She definitely keeps me young and like, (laughs) oh my gosh, she'll say some of these things. And I'm like, is this, is this like a trend right now? Um, so I feel really old when I'm next to her, but I'm so grateful for this partnership. It's, I think it's something that I I really needed. Mm -hmm. I tend to do very safe things because I never want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable. You know, I just, right. I like to like be in a safe position always. Mm-hmm. And this season has really challenged me to do something scary and courageous. And I think that she's been somebody that I can look up to because she was willing to like put her whole name on the line and be the face the first time ever. And she just like, wasn't scared. Didn't hesitate one time about it. So I've learned a lot from her, um, but yeah, I think she'll be my my little sister for life for sure. Okay, I
0: need to know <laughs> if you have driven in the car with her face plastered <laughs> all around it. Because let me tell you, I, does she? I don't even know if she still has that car. Does she still? Oh have, yeah, she still has it. She has it. Have you ridden in it?
3: Um. Yes, I have. It's pretty insane. I wish you could see the inside of it. Every seat is a different color. The whole dashboard is rhinestone. It's like beyond. But you're not even ready. You're not even ready. She has another car that was wrapped in something else. She called me this morning and she has had it fully wrapped. And I'm not even gonna tell you because I'm sure she's gonna post about it. But she has had it custom wrapped in like dancing with the stars <laughs> situation.
1: With your you're number not ready. With the voting number, <laughs>
3: number on like- it. Oh no,
0: I'm sure our it probably has your face is, on it. Oh,
3: both of us, our team name, mirror balls, stars, like it's, I'm beyond. telling you though, that car <laughs>
0: makes such a statement. So I was, I don't know what where, where, where we were coming out of, but we were at a ballet and I was with my boyfriend at the time and he just like pop culture. He doesn't know much about anything. So he didn't really know. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's Jojo Siwa's car. And he was like, is that, is that. The person whose face is on the car and I was like yes and we got her yeah I was like that's that's her that's getting in the car like that's her face on the car and I was just totally like you, you seeing it in the flesh was truly I felt blessed seeing it
3: so here's the ironic thing and it's funny how the universe works but my husband and I recently just moved well I guess about a year ago we we moved into our first home um And, you know, we were new into the neighborhood, so we would drive around, but to get to our house, we would pass this house every single day. And it's a gorgeous house, had like all these cars in the front yard, in the front, like gate area. And one day we drove past it and I was like, I think that's Jojo Siwa's car. And then every day we passed it and I'm like, oh my gosh, our neighbor is Jojo Siwa. (sighs) No. So we knew that she was our neighbor for like a straight year and then like, a year later I'm her partner I'm like in her car now like I'm telling you that's not coincidence
0: that is like that is the manifesting thing
3: yeah that's what I'm saying and like she didn't know we were neighbors but like I literally I have to drive next to her house (laughs) to get to our house every single day what are the odds that is that is it's wild pretty
1: crazy it it
3: was in the stars
1: it was in the stars the dancing with with the 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 stars stars. the dancing stars (laughs)
0: So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go.
1: Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like... Totally. And get this. 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home.
0: Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New
1: York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Santiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I have a question about um, your marriage, because I always wonder if I were in your position personally, this is my probably trauma or something, things yeah. I'm working on in therapy and I had, I don't know that I could either have a partner who did what you did if I wasn't doing it as well or flipped like that. Like, do you think you could be yeah. with someone who didn't understand what your job looks like? Because I don't think people, I mean, a lot I of us do don't. It. No, yeah. Ch- it no would just chance. be so challenging. No chance.
3: Yeah. I think it does make it a lot easier that we are in the same workspace and we understand what goes into the show and just what goes into dancing. Mm-hmm. Um I commend my friends who don't have husbands that are on the show or understand what they're doing because it is a lot. You're spending a ton of time together with somebody, a stranger, you know, like we said earlier, you're in an intimate space with somebody, you're touching all day, you're creating this This undeniable friendship that nobody else is going to understand or get, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it is nice that he understands what I have to do to be successful on the show and in my workplace and that I understand as well. Um, And again, I'm not always, I'm not saying that it's always easy. I've also had to work on it and we've built a lot of trust because of it. Mm even in general, just working together with your spouse is a lot, yeah. you know, because you do want that separation as well. Like I want to come home and be able to tell you about my day or to not talk about work at mm-hmm. all, but we're constantly like just in the same space. Um, so it is a balance and we've had to figure it out throughout the years. But again, I think because we have been on the show together for so long and we do understand like what it takes to be successful on the show. Um, so yeah, just having that understanding, but yeah. And again, I, I guess I've had some good examples because there aren't a lot of people in our same position, mm-hmm. but my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law also had to do this together and figure it out. And so I think they were a great kind of just role model for us. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, everybody has their own individual things. And so it's just really being open, honest, having that very direct communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that leads you to success in your marriage, but also in your workplace. Do you so. like marriage? <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, I love marriage. I, I grew up always knowing that I wanted to get married and be in a happy marriage and Val has created my fairy tale. Marriage is hard. It's not always easy, that's for sure. But you know that I'm so glad that we dated for so long before getting married because we went through all of those ups and downs. (laughs) There were no surprises once we got married, you know? And I feel like if we hadn't gone through that nitty gritty and spent time exploring each other, living together um we wouldn't have been ready for marriage and so I marriage is everything and more than I expected again it's a constant work in progress but I love being somebody's wifey like (laughs) I have so much pride wearing my engagement Yeah, I would have some pride (laughs) in that too (laughs) I'd be like oh what was that can you say that again (laughs) I love being like, that's my husband. That's my hubby. So like, there's just like so many things that I love about it.
0: I was talking to my girlfriend the other night or the other night, uh, she's married and she, and we were just talking about the concept of marriage. And she's like, honestly, it's so weird to think about, like, I sleep in the same bed as this person for the rest of my life. <laughs> and it's like, when you put yeah. it like that, it's so weird.
3: Yeah. And it's funny because um, because of the show and COVID and everything, there's actually three married couples on Dancing with the Stars right now. And because of COVID, we had to do this last season as well. It's so annoying, but we all have to live separately for the duration of the season because we can't get each other sick. We have to be in our pods, you know, it's psychotic. Um, and I hated it last season, obviously. Because I had just gone from like quarantine COVID spending every breathing second with my husband to them being like, oh, you have to like live separately for work. And I was like, what does this mean? (laughs) But, and then we have to do it this season again, but it's, you know, it's been really nice to miss him. Mm -hmm. And because I do have the luxury of sleeping next to my, my person every night, it's been a nice reminder and you take that for granted, you know, and you forget what it's like to sleep alone and it sucks so it's been nice in a very twisted disturbing way like I love missing him and I love missing sleeping next to him and yeah it's it's wild it is wild
1: you know what they say absence does make the heart grow fonder it really is true true. and if it doesn't you should probably (laughs) yonder. yeah Um, how long did y'all date before you got married?
3: Oh, man. (laughs) We were on and off for a while. And again, you know, relation, I'm sure, you know, relationships in the public are just like, Mm -hmm. everybody wants a piece. Everybody wants to say in the matter. So we were discreet and quiet about it. We were like on and off. Um, but I would say officially we were, we dated for about five and a half years And then we got engaged like in our four in four years into dating. So, yeah, on and off counts, girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All together. Oh, for sure. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because you always hear people say marriage is hard, you know, like that's kind of the thing, like it's great, but it's hard. And I always wonder, like, what's the what's the difference in the challenge, like marriage being hard versus a long term relationship being hard? Because if you're kind of, if you're living together and spending that much time together, not married, what, what is, what changes in marriage that, or is it the same challenges that make just a relationship hard?
3: You know, I guess they are very similar. For me, the difference is, and how I've always looked at marriage is like, when you make that commitment to somebody, that is solid and you are working to solidify it to cherish it, to help it grow. And again, I feel like you should have that same intention with relationships, but I feel like just marriage is very solidifying mm-hmm. of that. Um, and I feel, but I don't know, I guess that Val and I always had that same energy in while dating and in marriage. But yeah, it, it takes work, but like, so does everything. You know, like I always think if I'm going to put in the effort I want to my body to be in shape that I want to, or to be healthy. Like I, you have to have that same sort of mindset going into your relationship. Mm -hmm. It can't just be just mediocre or just like lazy about it. So I don't know, but it's, it's a balance, honestly, because also what Val and I have had to find out is we love me time and our personal, personal moments, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And and again, because we do work together, it's important for us to find those moments of alone mm-hmm. and things that make just us happy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, was- I'm not, but I'm like no expert. <laughs> well, <laughs> none Maybe of us are. are. Yeah, nobody but is. I've had to learn and, and yeah, and to work on.
1: Yeah. I, I also am curious, um, dancing with a female, and she like picks you up and lifts you, and I mean y'all are doing everything. <gasps> Rebecca Tilly, all the wires. I just spilled. <laughs> you can't! You can't! You can't! Water or I get coffee? At, oh, it was Celsius.
0: <laughs> oh no! Ethan, yeah, it was- <laughs> it's
1: fine. This is this is I get lectured on this all the time. No more anything for you ever ever. Ever. It's like my mom.
0: The amount of wires that are um plugged into this desk, it's like literally I would be I'm in, I would be embarrassed to show you cuz it's like I they're not even like done like a pretty way you know like you can like band them up and like put them like yeah they're just like they're just all over the place and there's like probably like 50 (laughs) machines on here and the the celsius just
1: dropped no it didn't it it. didn't it, it, it like sprinkled on wires um i am curious with all the the um lifting and flipping and doing all the things that you normally do with men do you have the same trust in jojo that you do when you dance with male partners (laughs)
3: it's funny because when we first met she had never really worked out before she didn't have much muscle so starting from day one and I guess we're about now eight weeks into from when we started rehearsing to the live uh competition weeks we started doing push-ups and planks every day when I met Jojo she couldn't do one push-up we are now at 35 solid consistent strong push-ups and we hold a three minute plank every day. We don't start a rehearsal until we do. My girl has lost. I'm not, I'm going to let her tell the world how much she's lost and weight and how much muscle she has gained. It's insane. She looks so amazing. And she's just, you can see she's gotten so confident in her body mm-hmm. and she really does. She's gotten so much stronger. Strong, yeah. And so I do now have more confidence going into some of these lifts because Let's be honest. Like, if we want to compete with the other couples, yeah, she's got to be able to lift me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we've got to do that. And so, um, I do have way more trust than I did week one. That's for sure. So, I
1: need—I might need you to train me. Yeah, do, like, can, we get, and can we get your number? Can we get your number? Like,
3: <laughs> she keeps laughing. She keeps saying boot camp by Jenna, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's get it. But no, but seriously, though—is yeah. it just push ups and planks? Is that what y'all focus on? that's all we've been doing I mean other than like dancing oh well, yeah a piece of that but yeah we were really committed and serious we don't miss a day push-ups planks and it's insane kind of how it's transformed her body should we start doing Jenna's boot camp yeah <laughs> 35 right. push-ups a day and a three minute well, no, plank we have to start lower than and I it,
1: can't do 35 I could probably
0: get it close well
3: we we started at 10 and then we'd work our way up in like fives or twos so you know just start where you can yeah but the plank I'll tell you what a good way to get through the plank is: play Wicked, play Defying Gravity. It will take your mind off of everything. Defying Gravity. Exactly, exactly. That's what that's what we do, and it just kind of takes your mind off of everything, and you get through it, and then boom, you did a three-minute plank. A three. I mean, we're gonna do this together, and we're gonna tag (laughs) you in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We're gonna yeah, for sure. We'll do progress updates.
3: (laughs) I love it. I love Um, it.
1: Thank you so much for. Scrubbing in and hanging out and answering all of mostly my yeah. questions. I was like, <laughs> I have so many questions to ask. I just think it's amazing. And I love that y'all are getting so much love and support. And I mean, absolutely crushing it. And um, everyone vote for Jenna and JoJo.
0: Vote. Also, Jenna's clothing collection at joandjax.com. Do you want to tell us a little yes. bit about your clothing
3: line? Yes. I started uh, my first ever dancewear collection. Um, I really wanted to be I really wanted people to have access to hot, fierce ballroom skirts, but also be able to provide athleisure for women and kids. So it's both for kids and for adults. Um, but there's cute fringe skirts, there's bras, there's leggings, a whole vibe. So go check it out at joandjax.com.
1: Yeah, we're, I'm on the website right now. It's so cute. Super cute. So cute. Do some shopping and some push ups today. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> In a plank.
3: Thank you so much for taking <laughs> yeah. the time. We
1: really, really appreciate it.
3: Thank you so much, you guys. <laughs> Thanks, nice Jenna. You. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely.
1: And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Santiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, first of all, I'm sorry I talk so much, but I just, I feel like what they're doing is so amazing, and I just had so many questions about... No, you
0: know, it's okay. You know, sometimes... We have guests that we're very excited about. Sometimes I'll take the lead. Sometimes you take the lead. And that is what true partnership (laughs) is. That's what's great about true partnership, you know? Yeah, sometimes you're the lead. I'm the caboose. Sometimes I'm the lead. You're the
1: caboose. And I'm sorry for spilling the Celsius. So Becca has officially lost her liquid privileges in the studio. Y'all don't understand how hard I fight to have these privileges. And then I just ruined it for myself. So I'm not even going to have water. You just better drink up before we do the podcast. Well, or- no, my my uh, my liquids are on the floor now, away from me, to where I can't even, like, actually reach them, so there's no point. Might as well just not.
0: Yeah, so drink up, buttercup,
1: before you come in here. It's like, it's like your mom who won't let you eat in the car, you know? That's Uh, what it's like. It is,
4: but there's a reason that mom's like that because we have a new throw rug in our living room because of a chocolate milk incident last weekend. So, you know, (laughs) these things need to be regulated sometimes. Yes,
0: rules have purpose, and the purpose of the rules is to keep things orderly, and if now we're not going to have another disruption in our interviews like we did with Jenna Johnson Schmierkowski with your Celsius spilling like an ocean flow over the wires here. The problem- Tanya is
4: so proud of her pronunciation of that name. <laughs> yeah, she she's going like, to keep she throwing she throwing saying it, in it
0: there. anywhere she can. Yeah. So, so we're sorry, Jenna Johnson <laughs> Schmierkowski, for the interruption in your interview and for wasting your time. We did it. Oh, you mean because of the spill? Spill. Yeah. That was a good two minutes of her time wasted.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I but felt, we love you, Jenna Johnson. We do love you. And to be honest, like it was a pretty dramatic reaction from Tanya because it landed on the floor. It sprinkled on some of the wires, but like by no means was it covering the wires. But for the, so just so that everybody knows I can't
0: physically see the wires. I can just see her drink spill over there. And it's very adjacent to all like my entire cord with like, I'm going to post a picture of that in the Facebook group, just so people are aware I'm not being dramatic. It's a lot of wires
1: anyways um so (laughs) that was a really fun interview
3: and thank you to jenna i like her
1: i do too like i could see us being friends should we go over to maybe hers and jojo's house and rage in the jojo no i think
0: first step so here's how social cues work
1: no oh you're (laughs) gonna tell me (laughs) oh so, okay tell me yeah <laughs> so first what
0: we have to do is we have to do her challenge we'll we'll tag her we'll do like the jenna johnson okay, yeah, Markowski yeah. challenge mm-hmm. and we'll sh- do push-ups mm-hmm. and a plank Planks. and we'll tag her and we'll create some sort of repertoire repertoire between us and her then then we go
1: in for the for the kill which is and in, invite ourselves over yeah <laughs> we go from tagging to inviting ourselves over for sure okay that was social, social by cue. Tanya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> okay, so um, I do know um, we have an email to read and give some advice on. So, Mark.
4: Oh, thank you so much, (laughs) Becca. I'd be happy to chime in with an email from Ashley. I believe this was the one that didn't get chosen last week. Remember when we did the Rock Paper Series? so fun. (laughs) Memories. What a classic moment. All right. (laughs) I recently just turned 26, and my husband will turn 29 soon. We'll be married for six years. We've had nothing but fun being married, and the conversation of having kids has come up. We are equally unsure if we want kids. It's very appealing to both of us to travel, move to different places, and spend our lives together having fun, but I'm afraid I'll feel a void in my life if we don't have kids. Help! What should we do to be sure one way or the other and be confident in our decision? This is tough, just because I know of people who are sure they don't and are sure they do. It's tough when you're kind of on the fence.
0: Uh, I would just like to start off by saying I know you do a lot of podcasts, Mark, but when you say help,
2: like the help <laughs> I
0: suck at dating podcast, yeah, while you're uh-huh, doing yeah. scrubbing in, I um, feel a little. I feel a little betrayed. betrayed. Well, so that was
4: kind of a shout out to the suck army. I have to admit, um, uh, it's kind of one of my catchphrases. Oh, okay, so do
0: you give a scrubbing in? Any shouts? Yeah, at a of Help course,
4: of course we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, are
0: they? I haven't heard any of those. Yes. And our scrubbers are oh, do you avid listen listeners to Help by Dating. No, but I know that our scrubbers, if they, whenever they hear anything from any other podcast, they let us know.
4: Well, you should listen to Help by Soccer Dating, and everyone should.
2: It's available wherever you listen. To
1: okay. hey, this Go. was not. This was not a Wait. spot cutting deep do- over here.
2: When we do uh commercials for uh, nine oh two and OMG, we'll say promo code Becca sometimes just you know just as a shout out to the scarcity. <laughs> oh, and
1: now he's just throwing another one in there. You it's know what? Feeling... Everyone needs to relax and we need to help Ashley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, actually I fe- I I have some thoughts on this, but actually Easton, I feel like you should weigh in because I kind of feel like we've had this conversation about you and Allison and where y'all stand on having kids.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm trying to think of how to help, um, Ashley, because like we're pretty, Allison and I are like, I'd say 80% don't want kids, but there is, there's, you know, it's, I, I think it's impossible to be hundred percent sure one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, something we talk about a lot is, uh, <laughs> I, before I say this, I want to say parents are Beautiful and uh, incredible. <laughs> and we are so grateful for parents. Uh, I have parents. I know noted. we all have parents. Mm-hmm. They're great. Uh, and being parents to a young child is a um, trial that I, I am not strong enough to do and I have nothing but respect for it. But Allison and I will go out in public and we'll see like, struggling with a young child. And our first reaction is like, Oh good God, we do not want to be involved in that <laughs> whatsoever. So something we talk about a lot is maybe adopting a child, we talk about that uh, pretty frequently, because uh, I do think it would be enriching to be parents. Um, but also, I, I don't know. I I, uh, I just don't think I don't think it's for us. And um, I, I I think the way you figure that out is uh, ju- I mean, you just imagine the situation and your first reaction, it, like. Because she says, like, I'll be missing out on something if we if we don't have kids. Uh, I don't feel that way. I I truly don't feel that if we don't have kids, I'll be missing out on anything. And Allison doesn't either. So what what my advice is to Ashley, I think you you just take a few years and go do those things you want to do without children. You know, go travel, uh, you know, move somewhere, do something disruptive to your life and then have kids because it does sound like she wants them.
0: Right. I mean, she's so, 26. It's like she could have another, she yeah. could have a baby like 15 years from now. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. It, like I'm almost 34. I mean, my life is over, you know, like it's, it's done for <laughs> True. me. Yeah. You know,
0: you're
2: done. Yeah. But Ashley has some time left on the <laughs> yeah. clock.
0: Yeah. Right. Your spermies can last till you're like 70 or something. Yeah, I promise <laughs> you, if anyone's done research on this. Yeah.
1: It's this girl over here. Well, I was going to say. I really relate to this because actually 95p and I feel very similarly to Ashley where it's like that feeling of, is that what we want? And you guys talk about kids. I mean, we've been together for almost four years. Like we talk like, but Easton, I do the same thing when I see like, and (laughs) I know it's different when it's your child and you have a different level of patience. But when I see like a bad kid or like just a struggle, I'm like. God, I'm glad that's not me. (laughs) But, you know, I'm still, I think, in a selfish phase in my life where I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to have to worry about the responsibility. Like even sometimes having Phoebe feels like, you know, it's like I have to find someone to keep her somewhere for her to go when I travel. And it's like it is a big responsibility that I don't take lightly. So I totally get the struggle of wondering, will I feel like I missed out eventually if I don't have kids? So, Ashley, I relate to you. I don't know that I have any help. But I think Easton's advice, if you can, I mean, you're 26, so I would say travel, see the world, do everything you want to do and revisit this in a few years and see if you still feel the same way.
0: Yeah, my knee-jerk reaction was to freeze your embryos because you're married. She's 26. I think she's like, (laughs) she has a few years before she needs to start. But it's like an
4: insurance policy. Freezing embryos costs like 50 grand, doesn't it?
0: You know, it's actually, I don't know how much it costs, but somebody recently told me, they were like, you should freeze your eggs. And I was like, I don't want to. I just don't want to. And she goes, it's an insurance policy. And I was like, well, when you put it that way.
4: I think it's very expensive. And I also think the, the um, you know, keeping them in storage monthly is, is very expensive, expensive yeah. as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure that's realistic. I do want to say though, as the parent of the quartet here, <laughs> um, I feel like the most challenging, we were talking to Jenna about, wedding, uh, sorry, marriage and relationship as being Jenna Johnson-Schmerkovsky.
0: Yeah. That's the
4: one. Uh, I've never found marriage and relationship to be challenging, and but I do find parenting to be challenging. And I find that parenting makes your relationship challenging. I feel like that's the hardest part, is the relationship within um, parenthood. But also, I've also found that those two, three-year-old moments where they're having a temper tantrum in public, those were nothing. I feel like the real challenging years are kind of in between. Like my kids are 12 and 15 now, so we're kind of in a good place now. And I feel like we were in a good place then. It's kind of in between. It's when you get into technology and you get into social dynamics They're friends and not bullying in the traditional sense. It's stuff like these two girls are hanging out without me and posting on the group chat about it. And now I feel like they're excluding me. And why are they talking about me? And those people are laughing at me. And that's that's the really challenging stuff of being a parent. That's the real problem area is right in between there. So anyway, I don't, uh, don't let those little kid tantrums deter you from being a parent. There's plenty of things that can, those little kid tantrums are nothing. Those are over in a few minutes. It's no big deal. Well,
1: also a teen raising a teenager in these times feels very stressful too. So like, that's what I'm saying. If I'm overwhelmed seeing a tantrum from a little three-year-old, then what am I going to do when it's a 16 year old screaming their head off at me? Right. Or yeah, like being mean yeah. to you. Yeah. Like, what if I get bullied oh, by my yeah, own that child? That's, yeah.
4: that's, um, you got to really put your ego aside when you're a parent. And I've not done a great job of that <laughs> as a parent, but you need to. That's the best advice for parents is, is uh, remove your ego from the equation as much as you can.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what my therapist told me about. Because, you know, Red Star has kids and she was like, you just have to t- completely take yourself out of it because... Kids, just in general, they're, they're going to go up, they're going to go down, they're going to go up, they're going to go down, and that's how their relationship is with, their, with your parents. You know, like when you're a kid, I remember when I was a teenager, I'd have moments where you love your parents, then there's moments where you hate your parents, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody has that. But when it's not your own kid, you get, you're get you super sensitive to all of that stuff, you know, because you take everything personal. And then I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to take anything personal.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: It's hard to do. And you will mess them up. And you will. Yeah, and right. you have to realize that going in because we are all messed up by our parents as great as they may have been. And mine were great, but I've got issues from them. And when I, and I'm giving issues to my kids.
0: Not even like your parents, like we all get messed up. Even like um, I've discovered through therapy, there was like this one incident in fifth grade, just with my friends at school that like traumatized me, like is still a part of a lot of like triggers in my life now. And I'm like, That one event in fifth grade at school, you know, had nothing to do with my family, nothing to do with my parents. It was these mean girls at school. And so... The apple throwers. No, that was high school. I was like (laughs) so, like, had such a hard shell by sophomore year of high school. Like, they could have thrown an apple and it could have knocked me unconscious and I would have been fine. I was strong. But fifth grade, I was not the Tanya I was then. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think everything's going to
1: mess them up. So... Yeah, I don't know. That's, my therapist actually said that the other day, Mark, where she was like, no matter how amazing your parents are, how great of a job they did, there are still things that they did that affect you now, yeah. like no yeah. matter what. And I was like, that actually gave me a lot of comfort and peace because, I, yeah, it's that pressure of like, if you have kids, are they going to end up having therapy talking about you? Most likely. Yeah.
4: Probably.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so dark. But actually, <laughs> it went real dark, but I think it's very true. No, I think it's, I've actually found it like relieving to know that just we're all humans and we're so complicated and different things affect it. Like, what if you were raised to be so emotionally like your parents were so emotionally available and sensitive to your feelings. And then you felt smothered. It's like, you can never do it. You never do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, Mm -hmm. as a parent, Mm -hmm. you spend so
0: much of your time and so much energy parenting these kids. And like, like you're in charge of their survival for like a good chunk, you know, until they're capable of doing stuff on their own, you know? And then all of a sudden they're adults and they like, resent
1: you for things it's like oh sounds i like what mark said though i think that's great advice as a parent to put your ego aside because it you can do everything right by what you think is right and it might not be right for your kids
4: i have many regrets uh that i'll always have as to how i've reacted to certain parenting challenges over the years and i can trace every one of them just back to ego so i wish i'd had that lesson earlier
0: wow e- ego is such a hard thing to put to the side like mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's so crazy it's so crazy well to wrap the email up Ashley I say <laughs> <laughs> um well we were about to go on a that could have been a whole nother ep- we might need to have a whole we nother episode actually, which, like putting, an expert putting your ego
0: aside because that's something that I'm trying to work on right now too through therapy and it's hard
1: yeah I so. mean Not ego and feelings. Being a person is hard. Being a person is
2: hard. The title of that episode will be called Lego My Ego. I'm just putting that on there right
1: now. I was thinking ego too, Easton. Same page. Mm. Um, Ashley, I say you're so fortunate that you're 26. You have time to do everything that you want to do without the pressure and timing of having a child. And I think you do all the things you want to do, live your life, and there might come a time where you feel... More certainty either way, and until then, do your thing. Enjoy and being this married. Might,
4: maybe this is stupid. Get a dog.
1: Yeah, seriously, honestly,
4: <laughs> yeah. I, see how you how, how that feels, because that's a real commitment and a responsibility, and it limits your social life and limits your traveling. It becomes much more expensive. To, like, give it a shot. Yeah. See how that feels.
0: It's true, and if that seems overwhelming, yeah, try a bunny. A fish, a fish. No, that's easy. Anybody? Well, no, a that's not true. true. Uh, Hamsters Ours are or a
1: complicated. Plant. Plants are very, also very <laughs> hard to keep plants. alive. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Well, on that note, <laughs> I love when I say on that note. it has
2: nothing to do with the note that I'm going to get. Speaking of nothing. Speaking, speaking of absolutely
1: of, nothing. Speaking of plants. Speaking of how my plants end up when I try to take care of them, the podcast is, is over. Done.
0: <laughs> Dead.
1: Over. For we'll today. continue
0: this conversation next week because I would like to explore the idea of putting ego and feelings aside as somebody who has ego but also very strong feelings.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. In case y'all didn't know, Tanya feels a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, until next time. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.